Welcome back in, Brady Farkas Show, right here on this Monday on WDEV, AM and FM, WDEVradio.com. UVM men's basketball team went north of the border this past weekend, playing three different Canadian colleges. Catamounts went 3-0, and and uh, some of the local media traveled up to Montreal and neighboring communities to see the Catamounts play, and one of them is our friend Noah Searson, the sports anchor over at NBC5, and he's teammates there with our buddy Jack Main, intern Jack, as you know him, on this show. So Noah, thanks for being with us, man. How are you? I'm doing great. It was nice to, uh, well, nice to finally be here, of course. Uh, and then nice to see some August college basketball. I felt like when I was on the court, I had like the CBS March Madness music already like pulsing into my veins. It was awesome. <laughs> Your first impression of the Catamounts, because this is the first time you've ever seen UVM live and in person. What was your yeah. overall first impression? Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be interesting this year and likely a lot different than the past couple of years just because how much turnover has been on the roster. And that's honestly the thing that I kind of noticed at first. There's definitely talent on the squad. uh, And I made it up there on Saturday. um, And I think on Saturday, they started kind of moving some of the pieces around, getting some of the first year freshmen, uh, which there are a bunch of them involved. But I think the first thing I noticed is that this is a very talented squad. And I think you're also going to see some guys from past years take big leaps up. I look at a guy like Aaron Deloney. He really impressed me just not only on the court, but as a leader on the team, along with, you know, everybody's been talking about Dylan Penn. And I'm sure we can talk about him more as well, the Bellarmine transfer. Um, So I think my biggest takeaway is that the talents there, uh, Coach Becker already has them, you know, kind of running in a cohesive unit, but uh, it might be a little slower out of the gates uh, than maybe Catamount fans are used to in the past. We've talked a lot about Dylan Penn. We talked a lot about him last week, the transfer from Bellarmine, Atlantic Sun Conference Tournament Player of the Year. He led the team in scoring in the Friday night game. Saturday had a little bit of a scare. You were there. Kind of tell me what happened. Yeah, so... Previous to him getting injured, you know, he's in a very explosive player, likes to get out on the fast break, and, you know, he's going to be the best player on this team. Uh, That's just, that's how it is. I think it's what everybody expected. But yeah, you mentioned he, it was kind of a weird play where, you know, he was going for a rebound. He's really active on the glass um, for a guy that's only 6'3 and essentially point guard, shooting guard, kind of that's where he uh, rolls around, but he fell very hard on his tailbone on the court uh, and was on the ground for you know a good minute and a half, kind of just catching his breath. I'm assuming he got the wind knocked out of him immediately, but was also when he got up holding his tailbone. Um, the trainers worked on him a little bit, but he exited the court probably within five minutes of coming out of the game. So I asked Becker about that after the game, and he basically said like he's pretty banged up. Um, he didn't play on Sunday, uh, and there's really no update past that. Good news is they have, I think, 80-plus days off at this point between now and when the season will actually start. So I don't think it will be anything that really holds him out long-term, but definitely scary, especially when talking to Becker before the weekend, he said the biggest thing we want to do is make sure nobody gets injured. That was kind of his number one goal. How about freshman TJ Hurley, a guy we've heard a lot about here in this summer session, can supposedly really shoot it from deep, and you apparently saw that on full display on Saturday. My goodness, TJ Hurley was a dog in the fourth (laughs) quarter. 
against McGill. Uh, hit five three-pointers in the fourth quarter alone. Had a team-high 17 points. Uh, and he's just one of those guys where, you know, he can shoot the ball. But when you see him out on the court, he gets to his spots. And he just has a beautiful, beautiful shot. Um, you know, he's not somebody that is going to necessarily start this year. But I think he is definitely going to be making an impact as a freshman and looking at all the freshmen, because there's a bunch of them. I think he's the one that has the biggest chance to play the biggest role this year can easily see him as like the sixth, seventh guy coming off the bench um, and really kind of slotting in that three and D role when, you know, other outside of him, UVM doesn't have a ton of shooting. They really struggled from distance uh, other than that, especially when, you know, Deloney can shoot a little bit, but Dylan Penn, like that's not his game at all. He is not going to want to shoot it from distance. He wants to get downhill and attack the hoop. So I think balancing that with Hurley on the court is going to be great. And in talking to Becker, he said that basically he's been doing that all summer, what he did on Saturday. So I think that's really encouraging to see uh, the Canadian, uh, I believe he's from Ontario, making a big impact early in uh, what is the deepest recruiting class that has really ever uh, come in. We're talking with Noah Sears, an NBC5 television anchor here on the Brady Farkas Show and WDEV. He was up in Canada on Saturday for UVM's contest against McGill. Catamounts also won on Friday and Sunday as well for a 3-0 weekend. I'm curious if you kind of took any takeaways from the rotation and who played with who and maybe what the starting lineup was like, because it's a very interesting group of players UVM has. Like you mentioned Dylan Penn not being an outside shooter. Well, neither, neither is Robin Duncan. So like in my mind, those guys can't really play together. I'm curious if they did. I'm curious if you picked up who started, et cetera. Yeah. So Robin Duncan started on Saturday. Uh, it sounds like he probably won't start during the season. And he, that would probably be more of a rotational thing. Uh, honestly, Saturday, it was kind of hard to tell with the, the rotation because when you have an international set of exhibitions like this, as much as you want to win the games like they did, all three of them, uh, you also want to make sure everybody's getting a little action. So, uh, you know, for example, Finn Sullivan didn't even play on Saturday. He will be playing plenty in this upcoming season. I think the biggest thing that will be the question mark um, is not really with the guards, though. It's the forwards. And I kind of asked this question straight up to Becker. I was like, is this going to be a similar rotation to what we see come fall, or is it going to switch up? And, you know, he said that as far as the guards go, you know, uh, when they're healthy, it's going to be Deloney, it's going to be Penn, it's going to be Duncan, uh, it's going to be Finn Sullivan. But once you get to the forwards, it's, Nick Fioriello and everybody else like it's it's really an open spot and there are a lot of talented guys there you had um I believe uh George Ochoa played I think like 17 minutes on Saturday he had the second most minutes off the bench he's also a freshman um so I think he has a potential to play a big spot uh and then Matt Verretto didn't play when I went up on Saturday uh, I believe he played on Friday and Sunday also a decent shot to start uh, once the season rolls up. But, uh, you know, from what I can tell, I, I think it is still a work in progress. And, and that is kind of to be expected when you bring seven new guys into the fold at the same time. I mean, that is really a lot. And I think even the first month of the season, 
we'll still be watching Becker kind of toy with different lineups, who works well, where, um, and, and that will be interesting. But I do expect between TJ Hurley, Jackson Skipper, George Ochoa, uh, you know, this kind of really, really talented uh, first-year bunch, I expect at least one of them to be either starting or, you know, playing at the end of games kind of in that core group in crunch time um, once the season goes on because they're all very talented and, you know, they all already got really uh, clutch minutes this weekend up in Montreal. Ben Shungu, Ryan Davis, Justin Mazzula, among others, all gone, as you've mentioned, with the turnover. All three of those guys in their own way were leaders on this team. Without them, did you notice anybody step up in a leadership capacity over the weekend? Yeah, I mean, I think the first one that comes to mind that's pretty impressive is Dylan Penn. Uh, definitely a leader on the court. And, you know, there were a couple times where they were, especially in the second and third quarter, because they're playing quarters, FIBA rules, 24-second shot clock up in Montreal. In the second and third quarter, uh, they had a lot of turnovers. And, you know, we're a little sloppy with the ball and that, you know, happens with the shorter shot clock as well. And Penn would be the one kind of, you know, getting on his teammates in a, in an encouraging way to be like, this is what we got to do. And he's definitely the one that pushes the pace on the court. Uh, and then I think also um, some of the guys that have been here for a while, Deloney, um, you know, I think he's going to be a big leader on the court. Um, didn't see Finn Sullivan uh, when I was there on Saturday. He will be a big leader. Uh, as will uh, Nick Fioriello. Um, so I, I think those are the big ones, um, and there are definitely guys there to pick up the slack, but I think it's the couple guys who have been around the program and then really the one, not necessarily surprise one, but Dylan Penn, he's a grad transfer. He's, he's you know, had his time in college basketball. And when you look on the court, you know, he's the one that's really forcing the pressure. And I think his energy kind of radiates to the rest of the team, his intensity on defense, his tenacity getting rebounds, you know, his will to get towards the hoop, I think almost surrounds his teammates. Uh, and it's pretty cool to see, honestly. No, we'll get you out of here on this off the UVM hoops front. Uh, you're about a month and change, two months, I guess, into the job at NBC five. You're from Minnesota originally uh, your first impressions here of the green mountain state. I love the green mountain state. It's awesome. It has a lot of the more naturey stuff. Great golf. I was able to get out uh, yesterday. Don't ask me my score um, because I'm not going to share it. <laughs> um, but uh, no, it, it's 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 been great so far. The people are awesome. I do have one big miss though, which I I don't. You know, you mentioned I've been here for two months now. I still have not had a maple creamy, which I feel gotta, like is synonymous with summers in Vermont. Um, so that's probably like the one big miss that I'm like, I don't know how I haven't done that yet, but so far loving Vermont. Get it mixed with blackberry, blackberry maple. Ooh, that's okay. That's the, that's the, that's the move. Trust me. Okay. That that'll be my first order then. <laughs> Noah Sears in NBC five news. You can check him out as well as our buddy, Jack Maine uh, doing the sports uh, coverage there. Six, 10 and 11 for all the newscasts on NBC five. And Noah's a part of uh, a number of those newscasts. So Noah, we appreciate it, man. Thanks for the report. And we'll talk to you again soon. Yeah, I appreciate it, Brady.